Hello and welcome to these to this episode of the Cope Life Podcast. Thank you for being here. I appreciate you for listening. I appreciate you new listeners as well as repeat listeners. And this episode is all about gratitude. And, you know, Thanksgiving is in a couple of days here in the United States. So I wanted to focus on gratitude for this episode. What I want to tell you is that, you know, some people will look at the glass as half full. And others will look at their glasses half empty. Depends on your mindset. But if you have a mindset of gratitude like me, I can tell you that I'm just grateful to have a cup in the first place. You see, a lot of times we are grateful for results. We're grateful to have this, grateful to have that. I am appreciative that this thing occurred. But I want you to peel it back and begin to... Look at your opportunities. Look at your losses. Look at the things that you don't have. Look at the things that you could have had, but for some reason you didn't. Whether it's because of a bad decision that you made or because someone else messed something up, whatever it is. Opportunities are also things to be grateful for, even if it's something that you don't take advantage of. Even if it's a lesson learned or, you know, from some perspectives, it's considered a loss. Because what I want us to do is recognize that our entire lives provide so much opportunity. And when we begin to look at the opportunity through a different lens, then gratitude is better able to be a part of who we are as people. So I want to tell you my gratitude story. I want you to really understand where I'm coming from. And this is even why I do what I do. This gratitude story is why... I'm an emotional intelligence coach. It is why I talk about gratitude so often. It is why I live every day grateful for the opportunity to do things. And I allow my actions to be the evidence of my gratitude. So I'm going to tell you that on March 30th, 2020, I received a new kidney. I was given a new lease on life that I did not deserve. I did not earn. There's nothing I did to speed up the process. I am just very fortunate and very grateful. On March 20th, 2020, no, March 30th, 2020, that would have been my mother's 67th birthday. She passed the previous August. My mom was also a kidney transplant recipient. And in the years that she lived with a new kidney, I saw how she managed expectations. I saw how she managed her medications. I saw how she managed her mindset, how she was appreciative, how she was kind, how she was empathetic, how my mother loved. And she taught me lessons in life just by being herself. She didn't sit me down and give me the playbook. She just lived her life to the fullest. And I learned from her. And then for her, birthday to be the day that I receive a new kidney is mind-blowing. And the reason I received a new kidney, another reason I received a new kidney is because there was a 19-year-old who passed away and I received his kidney. At some point in time in the previous couple years, he decided to be a kidney donor. He made that decision not knowing how it would impact my life. And so every day I wake up grateful 
for this new lease on life. I'm grateful for the decision that this young man made. And I'm grateful for my mother for providing me the example. And it's hard to even fathom that I received a new kidney on my mother's birthday. And here's here's the interesting part is that interesting is not even the word. It's It's almost overwhelming to think about it. I was on the kidney transplant list for six weeks. That's it. Six weeks. The average person is on the list for over six years. And the average person on dialysis passes away at about six years. But I was never even on dialysis. The reason for that is because when this young man lost his life, the trauma damaged the kidney. And so not everyone is in the kind of condition where they can receive a damaged kidney. So I did. So the kidney being damaged is what allowed it to be presented to me and given to me. And I was a second option. They contacted someone else first and this person didn't respond. And so that's how I received this new lease on life. And so when you hear that, when you understand all of these different variables, you see there's nothing that I did to earn or to deserve a new kidney. And so what I choose to do is live every life, live every day of my life in a way where I can honor my mother and this young person who donated kidney to me, as well as the people who, who are still waiting for kidneys. You know, if I get one instead of someone else, well, let me prove worthy of this new lease on life. Let me prove that I am going to make it invaluable, that I'm going to share in this gift. And so that's my gratitude story. And I believe that we all have one. We all have something to be grateful for. And there are things we can be grateful for every day, but there's also monumental changes in our lives that really empower us to step up and love ourselves and recognize that we can live the lives that we desire and deserve because you deserve to be happy. You deserve to build this life. You visualize and you dream about a certain standard of living. And if you elevate your daily standards and habits, then you can acquire that standard of living that you desire. But first you have to recognize that you deserve it. You're good enough. You're smart enough. You're strong enough. You deserve to live that life. And a big aspect of that, of moving forward towards that life that you desire and deserve is to be grateful for the life that you have now. You know, the life that we're living is mind-blowing. Is this concept that I first heard from Dr. Lori Santos, who is, Dr. Lori Santos is a professor of psychology at Yale University. And this concept of a mind-blowing life really is something that I've taken hold of and refused to let go because I have a mind-blowing life. There are literally billions and billions of people in the world right now who wish they had your life. They wake up and they don't know if they're going to have food to eat. They don't know if they're going to have access to clean water. There are people in refugee camps. There are people who are in, um, in the middle of civil war. People are in the middle of famine. People who are in the middle and are victims of humanitarian crises all over the world. 
It's not even about are they going to have clean clothes today. They wonder if their home is going to be bombed. And those people can look at my life and consider it mind-blowing that I slept in a mattress last night, that I woke up and was able to take a shower. That's mind-blowing to so many people. And so when I think about a mind-blowing life, how can I not be grateful? How can I not be grateful for this life? And so when you take that perspective, you're better able to see opportunities to elevate your life. You're better able to appreciate the opportunities even if you don't take advantage of them. Because you begin to look at your life through a different lens. You begin to recognize the power that you have to change your life, which empowers you then to lift other people up as well. And so I really want you to be grateful for this life that you have. And then when you're grateful for the fundamental things like food, clothing, shelter, then you can begin to dive deeper into your gratitude. You can be grateful for the people who love you, the people who hurt you, but taught you life lessons. You can be grateful for just the resources at your disposal. You can be grateful for having clean air to breathe when you know that smog encompasses or engulfs many cities. And then you just continue to dive deeper and make gratitude a part of who you are. Make it a part of your personality. And this takes practice. Understand that you don't just wake up one day and be a completely different person than you were the day before. You can choose to have a completely different mindset. But that's the first step in the process. Then to really change, you have to take massive action. You have to move forward. You have to take advantage of those opportunities. You have to learn from the losses and from the failures. You have to choose to grow. And you really can't do that if you don't have a grateful mindset. Because when you're grateful, it opens up your mind to see the bigger picture it opens up the thinking centers of your brain so that you can recognize more opportunities, so that you can have more confidence and take more action. See, gratitude isn't something that's just isolated. It's just something off to the side that's not important. Gratitude impacts every aspect of your life. and enables you to look at your children who are maybe not good at something or maybe have an attitude about something. Maybe they're failing at something. You can look at them. You can be grateful for their effort. You can, be, you can be grateful for their hugs and their laughter and their smiles. Gratitude impacts everything. The way that you get to work, the way that you perceive your task, the way that you look at your losses, your opportunities, whether it's money you've made, money you've lost, laughter and cries that you've shared. When you begin to just be grateful for all that life has to offer, and you begin to realize that life is abundant, then you are empowering yourself to change your life, to elevate your life to what you desire and deserve. And so a lot of times when we talk about Thanksgiving, we talk about gratitude. We don't we often miss the point that gratitude is the foundation really for elevating every aspect of your life. And when you see that, when you feel it, when you know and believe in that, that is how you empower yourself. You see, I recognize that 
We are social beings. We need relationships. We need connection. And we often need help. But sometimes you have to help yourself. Sometimes no one else is available. And when you are grateful and your mind is open, you can see the opportunities to empower yourself and help yourself. And then when you do that, you can be that example for others so that they can learn through you how to empower and help themselves. That's the key to elevating your happiness. Appreciation and gratitude. You know, I recently met someone. Talking about the mind-blowing life. I recently met someone who has started her own business. And she's coaching people on how to write books and get published here in the United States. She wasn't always enjoying life in the United States. She was born and raised in Rwanda. And when we spoke about her life, of course we get to the genocide in Rwanda in the mid-90s. And she talked about stepping over the bodies of her dead family members. The Civil War was all around her, but it wasn't just a Civil War. It was a genocide, and her entire family was killed. She's in Rwanda. She was an adolescent. Her entire family was killed, and and making progress, going from one place to another, one aspect or part of her life to another, literally involved stepping over the bodies of her family. You think you got it bad? I'm not saying that you got it good. I'm saying that you can choose your perspective because we all suck at something. We all go through things that are unpleasant or that hurt or are excruciating. We've all endured those things. And sometimes in the moment, it's hard to be grateful. The pain is overwhelming. I understand that. The pain is overwhelming. You're in survival mode, you're in fight or flight, and you can't just turn on the gratitude in the moment. I understand that. Let's not be fake. Let's not be delusional, right? It's it's hard to celebrate opportunities when you're drowning. But if you survive that, you have the opportunity to look back and learn a lesson from it. Maybe the lesson is about trusting the right people. Or about just having more awareness of what's going on around you. There's a lot of lessons to be learned. But don't allow your pain to be in vain. Allow your pain to guide you. Allow your pain to teach you lessons that will enable you to improve and elevate your life. And just as this individual, this this powerful woman was able to survive genocide in Rwanda... You can survive what you're going through right now. And she chooses gratitude as a foundation. Grateful to have these opportunities. And what you can do is you can look and you can see that you have the same opportunities. But then you say, well, I haven't endured genocide. I haven't endured um, organ failure. I haven't endured these things. And you use that kind of as a tool to say that you are not strong enough or you're not powerful enough. But in in reality, again, you are choosing a perspective that doesn't serve you. Start with gratitude. 
Learn to appreciate what you have. Learn to appreciate your journey, your experiences, those who have supported you, and to appreciate those who have hurt you and taught you a lesson that you can apply to the rest of your life. You have so much to be grateful for. You have so much to be thankful for. This Thanksgiving is not just about the food on your table. It's about who is sitting around you. The lessons they've taught you, the love that they've given you, the experiences that you've enjoyed together. Learn to love and appreciate your life. Learn to love and appreciate what you can offer to others. Be the light. Be the power. Be the example. So that others can look at you and see what it means to be grateful and to live life to the fullest. Because you deserve to be happy. Thank you for listening. I appreciate you. I hope that this episode was able to serve you in some way. Take care of yourself. I love you, fam. And I hope that you have a wonderful, wonderful day and the rest of your week.